balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm 85 years old, and I really wanted to get something to help supplement my diet because I have lost quite a bit of weight and don't eat properly sometimes. So I ordered Balance of Nature, and I love it. In just a short time that I've used this, it's made a big difference. I have a lot more energy, and I feel so much better. I was feeling so dragged out and tired, but now since I'm taking Balance of Nature, it's like I've got a new lease on life, and I'd like to go out with a bang, you know, doing what I enjoy the most. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that fourth hour. That new fourth hour is starting March the 2nd. And I really want you to be a part of it. This is the first time a radio show has ever done this, a live radio show, where you get to become part of the the background of that show. You get to um, give me information. You get to give me research. You get to have a voice in what happens. And um, I'm excited about this. In fact, I'm only taking a very selective, small group of people. We're going to join together off the air. And this is going to be every Thursday night from 8 to 9.30 at night and people other people that do this something like this they only do it like once a month we're going to do it every week and it'll be recorded if you can't make it that week uh, you can either sit in and just observe or listen or be part of the conversation and so I'll have special guests come on just for you and you'll get access to me through a special phone number where you'll be able to text me during the show and message me and I can ask questions to guests and things like that um, which will just make access so much easier you'll have access that no one else has and those things forward to my cell phone so please go to the fourth hour tab on katedallyradio.com at the top and click and there's more information there and i'm excited got to get your spot because it's filling up and i'm only taking a select uh, group we got to keep it small so please go get your spot and uh, get ready because march 2nd we start all right toxic masculinity because when stuff hits the fan no one looks around for a feminist the kate daly show starts now The attitude for a lot of people is that men are not allowed to talk about what they want and what makes them happy. And yes, he also wants to be loved. He wants to know that his efforts are noticed and appreciated. He wants a warmth and love and affection and gratitude and respect from his wife. And if he doesn't get it, he'll be unhappy with a pain that he feels at the deepest levels of his soul, but which he may never speak out loud for as long as he lives. I mean, a man won't usually say any of this out loud, especially these days when he's certain to be shouted down, you know, if he dare verbalize any of it. But it's the truth. The attitude for a lot of people is that men are not allowed to talk about what they want and what makes them happy. And yes, he also wants to be loved. He wants to know that his efforts are noticed and appreciated. He wants a warmth and love and affection and gratitude and respect from his wife. And if he doesn't get it, He'll be unhappy with a pain that he feels at the deepest levels of his soul, but which he may never speak out loud for as long as he lives. I mean, a man won't usually say any of this out loud, especially these days when he's certain to be shouted down, you know, if he dare verbalize any of it. But it's the truth. I always enjoy Matt Walsh's take on uh, men and women. He usually gets it right. And it's true. um, When stuff hits the fan, nobody looks around for a feminist. (laughs) And I mean, no one. Uh, welcome, Kate Daly Show, live today. How are you, Uncle Milty? How was your long weekend, your George Washington's birthday weekend? It, it was wonderfully long. 
was wonderfully long. Yeah, it was wonderfully long. Oh, okay. It doesn't. Sound I'm rested. You sound like you're rested. Yeah, like you're ready I, to go back to sleep. Rested. I, I'm rested. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Today we have uh, Darren Beatty from uh, Revolver News. We'll be talking just a little bit about uh, January 6th when the government hijacked the event of January 6th and turned it into something that it wasn't. Uh, that big lie. So we'll talk about that with Darren Beatty, who is the editor of Revolver News. Um, we have so much, actually, to talk about. Biden uh, claims crimes of humanity. You know, every time we do that, we go to war. So he did that against Russia, of course. Um, is it a crime of humanity? I, I, we go to war all the time. We use, are, are we doing crimes of humanity, too? Or is um, it just other countries that, go, that appear to go to war? I, I think right I now wonder. our government's doing more crimes <laughs> of humanity than any yeah. other one. We'll talk about that. Um, also, sign up for the fourth hour. It is filling up. And get your spot, because it's amazing. And we're going to have such a terrific time. It's going to be off the air. You never know what we're going to say off the air. And uh, you can uh, meet Uncle Milty. I think you'll visit, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'll talk him into it. No, yeah. And, uh, and also, I'll have guests, special guests for you. You get a special texting number to text during the show, and I can incorporate those questions and comments into the show. And um, you uh, can bring me information, guests, all those things. And I just, I'm, I'm just loving this. This is just going to be totally amazing. We'll all get together. You can either just listen in or you can talk, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. And every Thursday night, we'll be getting together live on camera off the, off the air. And so I can't wait to meet with you, talk with you. It'll be really, really cool. And you can control on your end, you know, if you want to show who you are or you just want to go by an acronym, whatever, mm -hmm. I don't really care. Um, but sign up. It's $169 for six months and uh, you are our founders group. So I'm really excited about this. The show is uh, hitting a, a stride of growth. And so, so I would get in right now, claim your spot, and then you can be grandfathered into future sessions that we do uh, six months from now, if you want, uh, for the same price before it goes up. So I'm excited. Get your spot. And also, we sold out of coins on Friday. Yay! Wow. Uh, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bottom of my heart. You have no idea what that means to me. So thank you. And uh, we really appreciate you guys. Yep. More than you know. <laughs> just more than you know. I, 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 I almost get like emotional thinking about it because I just adore you guys. Like when I'm meeting you out... I just love you guys. You guys just have the best patriot hearts I've ever I've ever seen, and I just really appreciate you guys. Um, also, uh, there's a um, there's something that's really gonna really put a dent in our drought, and I I'm so sad, right? I mean, I love the drought headlines more than anybody, but there is a major storm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There is a major storm coming again, and I just, I know the city officials are like wringing their little hands, and they're like, oh, but we have the drought headlines ready. What are we going to do? Yeah. yeah it's it's so hard. It's yeah. so, I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm sorry, Mayor Randall and all the commissioners, and um, especially the Water Conservancy. I know that they just hate these headlines. It drives them crazy when we get storms, because then they have to go, oh, I guess we're not in a drought. Mm-hmm. That's so hard for them to admit that, but they're going to have to. I wonder if they ever get tired of lying. <laughs> I wonder if they ever feel like idiots when the constant headline is monsoon rains, 
um, a, a winter like we haven't seen it for a decade or uh-huh. uh, major storms coming. I wonder if they ever go, you know, I do sound kind of asinine when I keep saying... <laughs> When I keep saying drought amidst the storm headlines. I mean, I might sound a little foolish, like Mayor Randall and, and all these guys. I you, You've got to know that they have to somewhere deep down inside go, yeah, I keep saying drought, and I'm just ignoring the rain. It's just not there. Yeah, I yeah. think after we have about three years of a row of this kind of weather, <laughs> they might get me, it. <laughs> you think? So, the headline today, of course, is the drought and late... <laughs> Sorry. Lake Powell. I can't help but laugh because this is just so stupid. And now they're just full on line. Becky Bryant, spokeswoman for the uh, U.S. Bureau of Reclamation, is lying to you. Straight up lying. And I'm not kidding about this. I'm not making an accusation that I can't prove. Okay. She says that the reservoir um, is at the lowest it has ever been since they filled it up. That is a straight up lie. She said it was 3521. Uh, okay. The lie is that um, actually at the end of the 60s, after they filled it, it was 3491. Well, she She's... only lied by 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I love the headline. It's been the lowest ever. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. So she, so they said the record low was 522.24, set in April of 2022. That is not true. It was, it was actually lower at the end of the 60s, early 70s. They're, yeah. they're just straight up lying to you all the time. I, I only have one question. What? Do they ever mention that it always has filled back up? <laughs> Um, after these that it low came points. back after yeah. it hit thirty six hundred yeah. feet. Yeah, they mm-hmm. you don't you know you know what they will not say that they will not and uh, they refuse to be honest with you. Becky Bryant's just a big old liar. So, mm. um, or she doesn't do her homework. I'm going to guess it's both. And they go for the headline mm. that they go for, and they they feel satisfied when they do this to you guys. They feel satisfied. That's what makes me sick about it. It's it's so wrong. Yeah, go ahead. Well, if you do a quick chart mm-hmm. of all the lowest periods in the lake and the highest periods, yeah. it looks like a roller coaster. It does. Up and down, it up does. and down, cyclic. I know. And it's called th- cyclic. So, this is what we have. We also have what they call minimum objective release. Um, and we have the law of the river. So, the law of the river kind of dictates how much money or how much a river gets swept into Lake Powell, right? Uh. So. So they can dictate that. And so when people were, were going by the reservoirs here and saying, why aren't they being filled up by all the snowpack? Like, why, why aren't they allowing it to go into the reservoirs? They do allow it to go into the reservoirs, meaning they do have control. And are they controlling it so it stays low so they can buy this drought narrative? Of course. Because we are in a monsoon rain slash heavy, heavy storm snowpack winter right now. So, hmm. It doesn't it just kind of make you go, hmm, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. Anyway, you can, there's the, there's a, uh, a site called the story of Lake Powell and you can go look at more of this. Um, and the typical release is between 8.23 and nine um, that, uh, um, so they should be, it should be the amount of water flowing into the reservoir from snowpack and rain. 
but we're not seeing that happen to the tune that it should be right now. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep lying to you about the numbers. Yes, it's low. It's cyclical because either they're manipulating it being low in a year that has heavy snowpack. Okay. Which of course it would go higher. But they keep saying that 3,700 square feet is the full pool. We have never actually, another lie from Becky, darling, we have never actually been at 37. We've been close, but we've never actually been there. So they keep spouting the number 3,700 feet, and they keep spouting it as a norm, even though we've actually never reached it, ever in the history of Lake Powell. It's those kinds of lies. I, I, I wonder... You know, Water Conservancy doesn't stand up and tell you this. Why? Why don't they tell you this? Well, they Why don't the mayors tell you this? They can't Are they cry. ignorant? I mean, are they? do they love oh. the drought headline? Does it just mean more control and profit for them? Mm-hmm. Why do they lie to you? What's the point? What's the point? You know, actually, you're making a good point, because my experience has now been that you don't have to lie to most people. <laughs> Really <laughs> they don't. believe whatever yeah, you tell you just, them anyway. I know, I know. But it just makes me sick that no one's correcting this. Don't we have a bold mayor? Don't we have, um, you know, the, the majority of people that are in government right now, those complete morons that will actually come out and tell you the truth and do homework? The stuff I have is not hard to find. No. It's not hard. This That took me an hour to find all that information. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Good afternoon to both of hey. you. Hey. Hi. Go right ahead. Um, if anybody's willing to look, I've got evidence of Lake Powell being really, really, really low back in the 60s. Oh, but don't say that because that doesn't exist because of darling Becky the liar. So you can't say that apparently. I, and, and our news Wait. just eats it up whenever they lie. So they don't fact check it. Well, there's a little problem with that because a movie called Planet of the Apes was filmed there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was in the 60s, And right? if you go back and watch the original Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that lake was pretty darn low when they filmed that. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because they are liars. Yes, they are. I can actually say that because I've done the homework and I know they're lying. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Bilty? They probably had a drought then. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Um, This is how silly this is getting. So every time Zach Renstrom gets up and does his whole drought monologue, can somebody in the audience please stand up and correct him? We A, we have never been at 3,700 feet at Powell. And B, why are they not filling up these reservoirs with the snowpack, which they can't allow to do? Okay, called law of the river. They can actually do that. They have operating guidelines. Okay, so what's going on with those? Somebody needs to do a deep dive. And if news was news, they would do a deep dive into that. Also, we have reached under this number. We have. Yep. So to say that this is the only time in history so that they can they can compound their drought headlines. It's wrong. It's a lie. You're being lied to every day and no one is correcting it. We don't have any fact checkers out there, actual fact checkers, not the MSNBC kind, that are actually telling you the truth. This is ridiculous. We shouldn't stand for this at all. We need to stand up and correct these people in government. They're horrendous. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
winter, or as uh, the city of St. George likes to call in the Water Conservancy, just early spring. (laughs) Early summer. It's just early summer. We're breaking out into uh, a drought early amidst the rain and snowfall. That we'll receive tomorrow. Uh, welcome back to the show. And uh, Ugly Door Contest is on. Uh, make sure you get over to um, Garage Doors Only. And you can email the pictures of the ugliest door uh, for the Ugly Door Garage Contest to win a garage door and everything included. Um, you can actually uh, email at Ugly Door Contest at garagedoorsonly.com. Ugly Door Contest at garagedoorsonly.com. And if you know of somebody that has that issue you can actually take a photo and nominate them and uh i'm sure they'll love it <laughs> let them know how ugly their garage door is and you know what what a great contest that is thank you garage mm-hmm. doors only you guys rock you're on bluff 435-868-1200 you must dial the 435-435-868-1200 they're on bluff street have them do your garage door they're awesome enough to put out an ugly door garage contest i love that if you want to nominate me my address is <laughs> <laughs> you know what oh gosh i know so many people suffer from this affliction and so please by all means take a photo and send it in right now because this is when the contest is occurring you only have a couple of weeks here and get those in um we did sell out of coins i so appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart thank you please sign up for the fourth hour go to the fourth hour tab and uh and if you uh if for some reason it tells you some some people's phones it might say to do a paypal account to make the payment for it but actually there's a link below that says just use a credit card as a guest and you can just look for that little tiny link and just do that as a guest. Um, but uh, that fourth hour is filling up. It's going to be a very select group. This is like your elite group on steroids of let's get something done. Let's help this country and let's really start talking off the air about these issues. A lot can be said off the air. I'll just say that. Okay. Um, join us. You're going to want to be part of this. Don't let this uh, slide by. We start March 2nd, so it's coming up. Okay. You only have like a week-ish uh, to sign up. So, um, um, let's see here. There was a couple of things. Darn it. Um, the storm, we covered that. Yeah. And, uh, the Ivan city council had uh-huh. a meeting and, and they have approved additional funding mm-hmm. for a project to widen old Dixie highway 91 through Ivan's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a last minute change they had to approve. Right. And in the change was a an avoidance of the three properties hmm. of some homeowners. Okay. So I guess the three people that threatened to sue and didn't like what they were doing to their property uh-huh. got the best of it. Oh, huh. so they approved. It always goes to the minority. That's kind of funny. They approved an additional amount of money, and I find it very odd. Mm-hmm. The amount is four hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. Why not just five hundred thousand? <laughs> right. They don't want people to say half anything, million, yeah, but half almost a half a million. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they're widening yeah. the street, mm-hmm. repaving, and you know I don't uh, get this whole city. You know, Cedar City's doing this too, and it's all about the revitalize uh-huh. downtown and take control of downtown. It's very. It's kind of. Uh, well, I, I think it's just owning businesses. It's just owning land, and it's a way to land grab without. Yeah. Because they think they're they're restoring it for you, but actually, not so much. They're actually modernizing it <laughs> and but taking it to a whole new level. They're adding two wow. roundabouts. Uh huh. 
bike lanes, and a pedestrian trail. Hmm. I, I've always getting shared the bike 30. lane as a pedestrian. Well, you know, we're getting ready for Agenda 30 is what they're doing. Yeah. But, but you're supposed to feel good like they're restoring something back to nostalgia and back to a time. No, that's not what they're doing at all. They're, mm-hmm. they, they keep doing this in every city. It's we, We're taking over. We're owning more property. We're owning more businesses. We are land grabbing with your money. And we're doing it for you. It's a gift for you somehow. No, it's not. It's a gift for them. Let's be very clear. It's a gift to themselves. This is why I find um, government so abhorrent. Because it's that kind of manipulation. It's like, a, it's like an abusive spouse. They hit you and then they go, well, it's your fault. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing that we have to deal with all the time. What do you think? I, I, I think it, I, you know, there's a lot of development going on out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But there's also a little bump in the road. Yeah. It's called the Shivowitz Reservation. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, know, I, what are they going to do? Stop the road there? I know. That's what it looks like on the map they put out. Really? It looks like it stops at the reservation. Mm, well. So uh, who are they pleasing? They're pleasing developers by yeah. doing this. Right. Not the people. Yeah. <sighs> it's about as nonsensical as the Black Museum. What is the Black Museum? Dark. <laughs> what are they doing with a Black Museum? Up in Salt Lake on Main Street. I uh, I would be very interested to go. Can I, I just tell you the hypocrisy and the crazy of this? The launch tied into a series of chamber events for the Utah Black Chamber, highlighting the NBA, where the black players make millions of dollars. Does anyone see the irony in this? We have a black museum to tell you about the repression, but what we're actually going to tell you is that there isn't any racism and that they're making millions of dollars on the court. So we have to highlight the NBA. Does any, does any it's, it's like the Super Bowl with the end racism at the end, but then it's not an all white Super Bowl. It's mostly black with black performers, but end racism. See the nonsense, the crazy in this. Yeah, I'm going to go up and lease a building close by and open a white museum. Are you? (laughs) Why in the world do we... So they they are opening up this virtually, too. So what do they show? A black woman showing a white man in city government all about... Or, I'm sorry, CEO Scott Anderson from Zions, of course. Zions is so... Oh, geez. If a bank was ever New World Order, it's Zions Bank. So Scott Anderson is being shown all about the virtual black community. Okay. This makes zero sense, right? I'm not the only one that sees this, right? I can't. Um, so, yeah, they have their launch on Friday. And they're taking, <laughs> so I'm sorry. They're taking responsibility for telling their own stories. They've been telling their own stories. What do you mean they're just taking responsibility now? Are you? It's, what in the world? Why? Well, they, it's propaganda. They're promoting their propaganda. Yeah, so they said, we're making history. That was their comment. No, history was made a long time ago. <laughs> no, I know. Actually, really? you're rewriting yeah, history, it's, it's maybe, but you're not making it. Yeah, but that's not racist to do a black museum. It is so. It is. It is. But in their minds, it's not. No. I just don't. How much more of this? 
So she so the so what they're doing is they're highlighting this this original poem. And um, it says, uh, can I tell you their secret? Our ancestors were not perfect, but neither are we. If we continue to pretend or try to defend those denying history. Guess what the dreams call or the poem is called American dream, American dream. Because we ended racism. America, even before the signing of the Constitution, was already in the process of ending slavery for the entire world. Yep. What, so, to, to, is it like the Black Guilt Museum? I'm not, what is the purpose? Can anyone tell me? I would just love to know what the purpose of this is. Are you supposed to walk in and, we've been reminded of history. History's actually been rewritten. And, um, and, and these museums are going up. I just don't understand why. I, maybe, maybe we should go visit it and see exactly maybe we should. what's there. Maybe we should. And then, and then Nikki Walker goes, the chamber board member of the black chamber. There's a black chamber and a white chamber. Really? Not to be <laughs> racist or anything, but you have two different chambers. I, I thought we ended segregation. I thought we did too, but apparently not. So black, she said, black people live here in Utah. We've always lived here. We've been here and we're not going anywhere. Was anyone telling you to go somewhere else? <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, no. But mm. that's the insinuation from the sentence. We're going to stay here. I, I, nobody was telling you to leave. Well, that's not necessarily true. There what? were some black people looking at a house for sale two houses <laughs> down from mine. And I walked over and said, go back where you came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, oh I, of course nobody's saying Nobody that. says that ever. In the history. I don't understand this. So this is the comment you get to try from Kristen Murphy over at Deseret News and um, and also from um, Sydney with two E's. Sydney Gonzalez. She <laughs> wrote this piece for the Deseret News. And it's all about the fact that you should be so excited that to see 200 years of black history and this is done by the Black Utah Chamber and, of course, in cahoots with Microsoft. Because, of course, Microsoft is there to <sighs> agenda 30 you in every single way and to also jump on the bandwagon of, uh, of Black History Month. You know, I love it when I've seen I've seen uh, several black people come out who say end Black History Month. This is getting insane and and this is this is a way to actually get dollars to go to an organization to pay big salaries is what this is about let's call it and uh, I love it when they get up and they say this is ridiculous this is America highlight America or don't highlight anything right yeah because the more we do this and the more we segregate we're forming the very problem by which they can then there's more money being channeled into these things out of guilt, out of guilt. That's all it is. It's a guilt fest. Oh, I'm so tired of it. Yeah. The uh, by the way, another exciting bit of news mm -hmm. returning to the Eccles Theater. Uh huh is the Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton for the third oh, no. time. Another they, wonderful piece of you know, rewriting the I history know. of Alexander Hamilton. You know, I know that the music is good. I know a lot of people really like this story. It is absolutely skewed in every yep. way. You couldn't <sighs> skew it more. I'm not quite sure why people gravitate to this. I guess if you do it with catchy enough lyrics, 
and a nice enough story to believe, I guess you can believe anything and like it to watch it. But we should be correcting the story, not engaging in the stories that are written that are awful about our history that do not reflect. I think a lot of people like it because when they're done watching it, it, it assuages their white guilt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they wanted to. Yeah. That's what it was written for. No, they're convinced now that we're all guilty of something. Well, you got to be guilty. It's the only way that money transfers from accounts to accounts, <laughs> is really... I mean, why in the world, ask yourself this, in the year 2023, do we have a black history museum going up? You just, you have to ask yourself that and then, and then say, why? This isn't, this isn't, <laughs> if you're going to be America and you keep harping on it, why do you keep getting dollars for it? If you're harping on the very problem that you're growing. We have, what, black museums now? And white museums, really? That's what they want, yet they want to tell you to end all that. Yet they still want the money to start all of this. It doesn't make any sense, does it? It, nope. never, it never will. It, it will never make sense. Um, when we come back, Plan 75, do you know what this is? Plan 75. We're going to come back and tell you what this is. And if you're over the 75, you're going to want to know what this is. Yeah. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hey, Daly Show at your service. Be right back. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Back in black, ACDC. <laughs> Welcome back to the Daly Show. Uh, make sure you get over to LibertyYouthAcademy.org. LibertyYouthAcademy.org. Help them out. Donate to them. They have a wonderful school here and also in Tucson, Arizona. And uh, also get your kids in there. Then you won't have to worry about them. We do have a new superintendent. Richard Holmes is probably going to be it, right? Um, he was, uh, I think, nominated. Um, and uh, Larry Bergeson brought you Common Core. He was responsible for that, and he was and not saying no to it. And then he was responsible for masking and making sure your kids were tested beyond belief and, and masked beyond belief. And then, of course, you know, just horrific. Anyways, 10 years of horrifying. And then you have Richard Holmes will be no different. So Liberty Youth Academy, please get your kids into Liberty Youth Academy. There's so many changes being made in the public school system arena. And by now you should know that your kids are subject to everything from CRT to you name it. It's it's in your school system. You can't escape it anymore. So make sure that you are. Please get your kids out and get them into Liberty Youth Academy where they can get an actual education. OK, um, a solid, truthful education. And uh, also, um, let me see what else. Uh, ABC Auto. ABC Auto is amazing at fixing your car your auto body and they have done so many of my own cars can i just tell you i would not go to anyone else you get to pick your provider when something happens and i don't think people realize that pick abc auto for sure tell them the show sent you pick them you'll love them they'll get your car back to you quickly safe and looking perfect they have decades of experience and they're incredible at what they do and they'll work with the insurance company you don't even have to deal with a single solitary thing they'll take care of everything for you They'll even come to your home and do an assessment. ABC Auto is that good. 
please uh, go to ABC because they sponsor the show. They have been a constant supporter all these years. And let me just tell you, I love those guys. Okay. Good Patriot people who understand what's happening in this yep. world. And you need to show, you know, you need to give them your business. Okay. Um, that's what we need to support in the next hour. Darren Beatty from revolver news talking about January 6th in the first segment. And then we're going to be talking about an AI chat. You had <laughs> artificial intelligence. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, you guys, it's scary. Um, uh, we have a lot to talk about. Please sign up for the fourth hour. You'll be getting, once you've signed up, if you have signed up, you'll be getting some information soon um, from the show. And uh, we'll be giving you your credentials to get in every Thursday night live on camera. And let's, this, is, this has never been done. I know somebody tried to correct me and say, oh no, <laughs> it was a podcast that did this. That's a podcast. This is a live radio show that's never been done on a live syndicated radio show before. So that's what makes this kind of exciting is that um, it's fresh, it's new. It's something that the audience can now participate in their own show and be able to, um, to give content to the show. And that's what makes it so exciting. So I love that that is that i just i'm excited fourth hour is going to be amazing there's a tab on the top of katedallyradio.com and you can click and sign up right now while it's open grab your spot because there's only about a weekish left to get on and i want to see you get on and actually uh put yourself in this founders club before the show uh starts really growing and i just want you to be part of this and I want to hear from you because I need your expertise in whatever area that is, too. And if you're a researcher, please sign up because we need you. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to doing this. I know. This is really going to be cool because yeah. we're going to be able to share with you off camera, kind of the behind the scenes. And you're going to become a little bit closer involved in the show. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really, really mm -hmm. cool. Um, so, Plan 75. Plan 75. I'm glad it's Plan 75, because <laughs> next year well, I turn 70. Yeah. So, there, <laughs> there is a Yale professor proposes mass suicide for the elderly. They show a picture of an older Japanese woman, but actually the woman that's proposing this was born in 1976. Hmm. And the new movie is from Japan. It got the best foreign feature film for, it is called Plan 75. And it imagines a not too distant future in which senior citizens are coaxed. What does that mean? Into euthanasia. Well, it means they take away their social security, quit feeding oh, okay. them. Okay, yeah. And so that you finally them. want to off yourself. Oh, yeah. well, coaxed into youth and not not, you know, appealing to your sense of of doom, but just coaxed into it, into your euthanasia plans by cheery young salespeople as if they were considering an overseas cruise. How sweet. How nice. I, I wonder if it's like going to be like the way Edward G. Robinson went in Soylent Green. <laughs> <laughs> nice Come big aboard. screen TV. You got this. We love you. We love you to death. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. so does it seem pessimistic? Yes. Um, New York Times profiled the Yale University uh, economist who has floated an even darker idea, forcing old people to accept euthanasia. And you were talking about this guy, 38-year-old Yusuke Narita. You talked y about him last week. Last right? week, yep. another Yale yep. professor. Yeah. 
uh, came out and basically said the same thing. Old people need this. He wants state-mandated euthanasia at a yeah. certain age. So, he seems to be uh, kind of like a Jordan Peterson, but without completely without a moral compass. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, seppuku, seppuku? seppuku is the loaded word for, for Japanese. It's a ritual self-disembowelment by a disgraced samurai. And uh, defeated officers in the Japanese army in World War II sometimes committed suicide this way. <clears throat> and um, it was implying that being old and dependent is dishonorable, a disgrace to your nation. Did you know that? Just by getting old, you're a disgrace. We, you know, during World War II, they called that Harry Carey. Ah, yes. Harry yes, yes, Carey. Yes. So uh, right. you might not know it by Supuku, but Harry Carey. Yeah, you got that part. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, you know, high school students have been asking these questions in, in YouTube videos, and they ta- asked about Supuku for the aging population. And uh, there's, a, I guess, a Swedish horror film called Midsummer, in which two elderly members jump off a cliff together to their deaths. Really? <laughs> I want, did they uh, just a cliff, or can you choose a bridge? <laughs> Any high distance. <laughs> and, okay, all yeah. right. Out of a plane. If you're old, jump. I yeah. mean, that was basically the message. Take a nice flight and then jump out before you but, land. You know, you do it to romantic slow motion music. It makes it all worthwhile because you're yeah. romanticizing it. I mean, you so can, you can hug all the way down. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> think of the possibilities. So, Midsummer is how it's spelled. Midsummer. This is this horror movie. So they're in foreign film, I guess our point is, is that they're trying to show you that euthanasia, because really and truly, this is the only place you can start this. You can't start this in the United States. We would never be okay with this. So they have to do it and win foreign best feature film and all this nonsense, right? So the first two countries to come out with this, really out with it, are Japan, mm-hmm. which is a highly overpopulated country. I yeah. mean, let's face it, it's a tiny little island with too many people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sweden. Yeah. Sweden, which is probably the most liberal mm-hmm. country on the planet. Right. Liberal Who progressive. Who think they're doing it for society, just like eating a cockroach right. to change the weather. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, to change climate change, eat a cockroach, to save humanity. Off yourself. I bet you could yeah. even get those people to stop having sexual intercourse. I bet you you could. I bet you you could, <laughs> yeah, right? In I, the I, name I, of something. In the name of something. It could change the weather just like eating a cockroach. Right, you right. eat a cockroach, you don't have sex, nothing. I mean, nothing. I, I mean, what's wrong? With, why don't they just do this? Not only have euthanasia, uh-huh. right. but immediately upon birth, castrate males. I think, yeah. And well, end population they increase. They already have mentally. Yeah. And so, why not just do it physically at this point, right? I mean, these, these well. women liberal, you know, J-asses have, have just really gone over the brink in just disseminating men altogether. So now it's just the physical aspect of it. Why not? Anyway, 30,000 people a year in Japan die on their own. And so they said that their corpses are not discovered for a while because they go and off themselves, probably like in a forest or someplace. So they said that it contributes to filthy surroundings with all those bodies everywhere. All 30,000 30,000 of them. them. (laughs) And there's a small industry specializing in cleaning up the the decay and, I'm sorry, and clutter. They actually describe you as clutter because you've offed yourself because you were told that this is better for the nation of Japan. You're just clutter hanging out. 
decaying clutter. Yeah. I guarantee you, statistically, yeah. more people die from accidents and disease than those 30,000. Yeah. But they don't call them clutter. No, that's not <laughs> clutter. That's not clutter. It's just when you off yourself, you're clutter. Yeah, only then. So they're trying to get rid of this ginormous problem of clutter. Um, <laughs> what the... I mean, really? So they're calling it compulsory euthanasia so that you're not clutter. You're just a deceased body at that point doing something right for your nation in the name of. Yeah. And they in can, the name of goodness. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not quite sure yeah. what it's in the name of. But and they can cremate you immediately. Well, so yes. you're not clutter. Well, I don't want to be clutter. Do you? <laughs> Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Are you clutter? <laughs> caller, you're live. You're seriously live. Going once, going twice. All righty. Um, yeah, it's 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 unbelievable what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but so, it's why Yale? Well, two Yale people yeah, coming up with it. Well, two Yale Japanese you know people. That actually does not surprise me. It doesn't surprise me it's coming from there. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I apologize for the second call. That's but okay. uh, hey, for anybody who advocates that Plan 75. Yeah. Do us all a favor and set the example. If you're of the age, do yourself in. Otherwise, go through your families right, right. and set the example. Yeah, yeah. But eat a cockroach to change the weather before you go. You might as well do something good in the name of climate change. I'm just going to put there that out go. there. Eat a cockroach and then do it, right? Thank you. Appreciate yep. that. I think the caller has a real point, uh-huh. but I think it would be even better if somebody in their 40s said, for the sake of mankind, I'm doing it now, but <laughs> you should do it when you're 75. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe this? So a third of, <laughs> of uh, the population over there is 65. A third of them. Wow. Yep, so they yep. want to cut the population by well, a third in a, within 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at what we did during Blovid, you know, and uh, and offing the old people and then never saying that there was a crime against humanity in doing that. Just saying that, oh, well, they were old. They were old. So no big deal. I mean, if it happened to somebody younger, that was a different story. But if they were, say, 70 or 75, everyone went, well, that was an elderly death. So don't look into it. No big deal, right? That's what they said. Yeah. That's how the news categorized it. They were it. old. If you were over the age of 70, even 65, it didn't matter. Your death blamed on curious things that were not COVID-related in any way, shape, or form because we know it was the flu. You were not looked into, not investigated. Nobody cared because you were older. And they said, oh, older people are more vulnerable, but only in the year 2021, right? 2020, 2021, you were vulnerable then. You weren't vulnerable before. You could last your life out in a nursing home before. But once it came to their declaration of disease, now it's don't look, don't look here, folks. Whatever you died of, it was blovid. I know my husband goes, you should stop calling it blovid. (laughs) I don't have another, I mean, fluvid. It's, it's all a big joke because it's not. 98 symptoms is not a thing. 98 symptoms is a lot of different flu and cold. It has it, COVID is a is a broad term, broad name. You know the the one third thing in Japan mm-hmm. makes sense now why this started with yeah. Japan. Yeah. Because we're a long way from that. We're only at 16.5 percent of a population that's over, over 65. 65. Yeah. So we've got a lot. You know. 
But Japan will be killing old people long before we start. Right. We have a lot more population. So, (laughs) of course, when that calculates out, when that pencils out, we're looking at a situation where if your death doesn't mean anything anymore, there's no investigation. There's no nothing. They can give you a blank label and just assign you a disease that you died of that, that makes zero sense. Um, they're already a step toward Plan 75 because they can call it whatever they want. And nobody cares because you're older. You know, that's just what makes yeah. me sick. Those people who like Florida, though, yeah. realize that Florida has 20 percent over 65, over 20 million people hmm. over 65. There will be a lot of real estate becoming available. Yeah. Well, for the government and their land grab, I mean, that's what it really comes down to, too. That's what California is doing. It's what they were doing with the wildfires, too. It's a land grab for government. You know, PG&E goes and starts fires and voila, the government owns more land. Hello. Uh, We'll be right back with uh, Darren Beatty, uh, journalist with uh, Revolver News, talking about J6. 44,000 hours of surveillance. How do you have 44,000 hours of surveillance in like a six-hour thing that they turned into? I guess we get to see a lot of FBI agents parading around as patriots, I guess, in that 44,000 hours. With 3,600 cameras. Yeah. (laughs) That's how deviant the FBI is. We'll be right back, and uh, and then we're going to talk about your AI chat, which was very intriguing because you asked a lot of questions. (laughs) You got to hear this. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. 